0: Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust.
1: Good morning, Southwest Florida. Here we go. Annex Wealth Management shows on the air. It is Sunday. It's November 15th. We've only got 30 minutes, so let's get going. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky, our Chief Investment Officer. Good morning. Good morning. Dave Spano, President, CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, Danny. Lots does, to cover. Does last Monday seem like a long way away?
2: It sure does. You know, last Monday, of course, we opened up huge. In fact, we closed Friday up 400 points. So it was a good week, but so much to cover. And let's get right to it, Derek. And we started off on Monday. with news that Pfizer had a vaccine ready to go, and we probably could see it maybe yet this year, but for sure into 2021.
3: Yeah, they announced 90% efficacy. Again, you know, they still have to continue to to work on this phase three trial because I've often heard promising news only to be disappointed later. But generally speaking, what it really did is lift hopes that if not Pfizer, certainly one of the hundreds of companies that are uh, working on a virus solution uh, will be successful, which fortunately would end this pandemic, at least certainly curtail its uh, impact going forward. The other spot of good news, I suppose, was we came in on Monday and it, you know, Joe Biden had been declared president-elect by any number of major networks. I mean, we still know that the odds makers do believe Trump has a 17 percent chance to win the presidency. It certainly is a narrow path, but it's not inconceivable. But generally speaking, two positive news events, less uncertainty and less health risk going forward, at least in the long run. And let's spend some time
2: on the vaccine candidates right now. Obviously, it was Pfizer that came out, but there are many other companies, Johnson & Johnson, Lilly, Merck. Of course, there's the University of Oxford study with AstraZeneca all of them could bring out some news here before the end of the year and get and if we could get vaccines to the first responders and then to the second group after that but of course at the same time we see that Chicago is going through a shutdown we're talking about New York shutting their schools down and issues in LA and other places so there's no question we're still ravaged by by this virus and secondarily let's move on and off of that and talk about the election news you pointed that out and what we're really paying attention to now is the The Senate race in Georgia, because that determines who controls the Senate and therefore so many things like tax policy.
3: That's right. I mean, right now, the odds makers are saying it's two to one that the Republicans win both those seats, which would give them a 52-48 majority. I mean, that's important because if they were to lose the two and we were at 50-50, Kamala Harris as vice president uh, would be able to cast tie-breaking votes, which certainly would have allowed elements of the Green New Deal, higher taxes, higher corporate taxes, and any number of other things that the the more liberal version of the Repu- of Democratic Party were advocating could potentially come to pass. And gridlock, Dave, as you know, historically, has been a good environment for equities over the long haul.
2: Yeah, you know, you go back, and we did some work here earlier this week, and to find where a Democratic president did not get his Senate, and so therefore we have a Republican Senate and a Democratic presidency, we had to go back to 1884 and Grover Cleveland. It certainly looks like the American people knew what they were doing and perhaps voting for a Democratic president while voting red the rest of the way down the ticket. So it's really surprising to us. But then you look at what happens with a Biden presidency, and therefore, there's one of the things that we know can change because it's driven by executive order is trade policy.
3: Yeah, the pr- the president basically domineers the trade policy, can act independent of Congress in establishing it, negotiating with other countries and the rest. And we know that President Trump took a very nat- nationalistic, one-on-one approach with China. Joe Biden has a-, a pattern of working with our allies and that sort of thing. So I would expect a more moderate approach there. Uh, the other thing is tariffs. You know, the president put tariffs on his a negotiating tool. Uh, We couldn't question their their effectiveness, but generally speaking, something Biden may relax or eliminate tariffs with China and the EU, provided he can get conciliatory action from them to play fair.
2: And the other thing that you're going to pay attention to, of course, is health care. If the ACA is not repealed, and that is obviously the way the Supreme Court is trying to signal right now, in our opinion, uh, then we're going to have to pay attention to what health care looks like going forward and those companies within that industry. And then third Thirdly, of course, is infrastructure. There is bipartisan support for infrastructure, and we're talking about bridges and schools and electrical grids, and right down the road, I think both parties would support that.
3: Well, yeah, and 5G deployment into rural areas. I mean, there are any number of things, you know, I'm off, I've often been frustrated with Washington because oftentimes there are things that they both agree on, but they tack on other things that make the the, the legislation un, unacceptable to someone, when, whereas why not, you know, just agree on what you agree on and move, move the country forward. Uh, the other thing thing I'd point out too is the idea of gridlock where the Senate is controlled by the Republicans two of the areas of the market that were supposed to be damaged by a Biden administration were energy and financial services it certainly would alter the makeup of the cabinet so for example an extraordinarily liberal um, person who might have wanted to be Treasury secretary probably would not pass muster with the Republican controlled Senate and that's a good thing too in a sense because it leads to more moderation and perhaps more agreement down the road
2: and with all this news, Danny. It's certainly, if you're listening to this right now, it is a time to look at your portfolio, not to set it and forget it, but to go through your holdings one by one and say, what should I be in right now? Is there a shift happening? We look at what happened with tech so far this year and other places, small cap, you could look at as Derek pointed out, some international ideas, but go through that portfolio. We give free portfolio reviews to everybody who wants one. We give that back to you and you can do with it what you want. If you'd like to work with us, that's fine. But it's at least an opportunity to put a second set of eyes on your portfolio. Second
1: set of really, really good eyes from a fee-only fiduciary. And we think, as we always say, know the difference. We think that is one of the major differences. You can start on a Sunday morning. It's as easy as heading to your computer, going to AnnexWealth.com, clicking that Get Started button. That just starts a conversation between your house and us. And we start to get that going. But again, AnnexWealth.com. By clicking that Get Started button, that's how you get going going. Stick around. Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management in Naples. He's up next. Ask Annex is coming up. There's more to come on the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. This is
2: Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management, where we ask you to know the difference. The Wall Street Journal has published a list of questions to ask your financial advisor. The very first one is, are you a fiduciary and are you willing to put that in writing? We've been asking people listening to our show to do that for years. That's just one of the ways to know the difference between financial advisors. People come to us every day with what I call a mishmash. Statements here and there, overlapping investments, no consolidation. Annex Wealth Management can clean that up and put it in order. Our team of investment, tax, and estate planners will work to make sure your plan is clear and coordinated. If this makes sense to you, or if you want a second opinion on your investments and retirement planning, go to AnnexWealth.com. You can learn more there, or simply hit the Get Started button and start the process. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. I hope we see you soon.
0: Team, tech, trust, and a fee-only fiduciary model that works in your best interest. Can your advisors say that? This is the Annex Wealth Management
1: Show. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management, joined by Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management Naples. Hey, Brian, good morning. Good morning, Danny. Good news and bad news. The good news is the end of 2020 is in sight. The bad news is that, I don't know, (laughs) things are going to magically change on January 1st. But this is a good time to revisit your financial wellness and also maybe some year-end tax planning strategy. Brian, we've talked in the past about a rainy day or an emergency fund. What do you like to suggest for clients for that?
4: Yeah, I imagine there's quite a few folks who uh, had to test their emergency funds this year. Some things to think about is what are you comfortable putting away that you know you shouldn't or can't touch unless you need it? Financial stability comes in mind and work situation, where is your, your income coming from? things like that. So if your income stops, what would that look like? All the different financial responsibilities you have. So you're basically, you know, self-funding an insurance policy or income stopping policy for three or six months. And so, you know, thinking of it that way is probably the best way to go. Where do
1: you like people to put it? I mean, is it in its own separate account? Is it commingled? Is it cash, I would assume?
4: I would say it's a short-term liquid things that you don't expect to get a high return or very low return, whatever the going safe return is, could be checking account, savings accounts, short, short term, like one month, two month treasury bills, things like that. Insurance based investments that give you access to cash you know, readily, immediately, short term savings, bonds, CDs, things like that. I guess the more you have that you're comfortable with, then you can decide with extra money to go and see if you need to grow it or how safe you need to be with the extra money.
1: Let's talk a little bit about taking action and reducing debt, and maybe this isn't for most of the folks that are listening to the show, but maybe this is something for their kids or even their grandkids, but what are things that people can get at to just kind of free up some cash flow and, and get at some debt?
4: From personal experience, I left college with a little bit of debt and sometimes people think that's kind of private or they don't wanna share that or they think it's not something that others should know. And from my experience, I was that way. When I talked about it with people that mattered to me, actually it it was kind of a relief because other people are in similar situations and you get it off your chest and you can then think about things on, on what the plan is instead of it all being in your mind and all on your burden. You know, think about your expenses, what interests are you paying? Uh, what's your income coming in? What are your, ex- what's your expenses going out? You know, c- Corporations have to do an income statement and a balance sheet. If you can do that or get some help to do that for yourself, that will definitely help create a clearer picture. And then you can work on it in a you know, more systematic, non-emotional way, which is definitely beneficial. Now, you've got a teenage daughter. Is this going to work with her? Uh, With my help, it will work with her. uh, You're not alone, remember? So, (laughs) by yourself, I'm not sure.
1: (laughs) Talking with Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management Naples, things to consider as the year-end approaches, committing to savings and investing. The best places to maybe improve on or maybe even start, but probably improve on.
4: Well, you generally have safety-seeking money, You're talking about saving and then there's investing, right? So there's growth seeking money, safety seeking money. So on the saving side, obviously that's what are you saving for? How long might you need it? And the longer out everything goes, the more you can be on the growth side for that. So on the investing side, people generally think that's longer term. So you can be in stocks and bonds, and mutual funds, and exchange traded funds that have a balanced approach, or the more equity exposure, the more growth-oriented you are, versus actually saving, you know, putting in checking accounts, and saving accounts, and things like that. Getting the teeter-totter right on where you are in safety-seeking versus, you know, growth-seeking on the, on the money in and, and terms of when you might need it.
1: talking to Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management, Naples. Year-round tax planning, we really believe in that. What should people consider looking into the new year?
4: um i'm glad we have a tax planning team because i know a lot but i definitely don't know everything and uh when the cares act comes up and secure act when all these things change because of what goes on in the world there's things that you just wouldn't think of there's some itemized deductions that might be available that you might not think of the cares Act created one for $300 cash contributions for taxpayers who don't itemize. You can get a little deduction from that, which most people don't realize. It's the stimulus checks that you received, how they're actually handled, what they mean, the tax credit for this year versus just you know a, a deposit to an account. People don't maybe understand the full ramifications of that. With the COVID and, you know 2020, the cash flow issues that may have occurred and using your rainy day funds or not, you might have taken money out of retirement plans to help. So you need to make sure that you did some withholding or you're Your estimated taxes are close because we we are a pay as you go system. So if you took out a lot of money in IRA and didn't really account for that or or pay estimated taxes along the way, you you could have a problem with that later on and have to face a little bit of a penalty. So these are things you know we can definitely look at with clients or you should think about before the end of the year.
1: Brian talked about our tax team, which is terrific. They just put together a really nice 2020 tax planning guide. It's available on our website at AnnexWealth.com, sitting right next to that Get Started button. Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management Naples. Thanks for your time today. Thank you, Danny. Good to talk to you. Ask Annex is next. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. According to a recent poll, because of the COVID crisis, more than half of Americans are making changes to their retirement plans. What about you? You may be waiting for things to return to normal to make a move. COVID has many symptoms, but financial paralysis shouldn't be one of them. It's time to understand where you are today now it's time to get on track with your investment and retirement plan at annex wealth management that means starting with a conversation centered on you we don't listen to decide what product to sell we've got no products to sell that's the beauty of being a fee-only fiduciary for annex wealth management getting on track starts when we present you with a portfolio review and a framework for a financial plan not a flimsy sales document an earnest assessment of where you are where you're headed and how we can help start today give us a call at 262-786-6363 or visit us at annexwealth.com know the difference do
0: it today with annex wealth management team tech trust and a fee only fiduciary model that works in your best interest can your advisors say that this is the annex wealth management show And we're back. It's time for Ask Annex. Got a
1: question for us. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Look for that Ask button. A quick plug, though. Our tax team has put together a stellar piece that you need. It's called the 2020 Year-End Tax Planning Guide. It's on our website at AnnexWealth.com. Again, the 2020 Year-End Tax Planning Guide. Here's one via text. I'm confused. Do we want or not want the dollar to be strong?
2: That's funny. Well, we all can be confused on that question, but let's just do a quick primer course on why, why. what happens when the dollar is weak, and what
3: happens when it's strong? Well, a weak dollar tends to lead to inflation. It also tends to benefit uh, companies that sell overseas. Generally speaking, politicians will say they want a stable dollar because if you're a business manager and you work, you know, you're working in many, many countries, you don't want volatile exchange rate because that negatively affects your ability to allocate capital. So basically, you want a stable dollar. But certainly a modestly weaker dollar wouldn't be a bad thing for investors because it would certainly help multinational companies that sell overseas. The reason why, companies that are based here and sell over there, wherever
2: over there is, means they can sell more of their stuff with a weaker dollar.
1: Ask Annex. Next one up is from Dan. What's the future of Jerome Powell?
2: Yeah, Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, of course, has said very clearly that he thinks fiscally that there should be more stimulus more important that interest rates are going to stay lower so I don't see that changing of course there was some consternation that if there was a blue wave that he may get removed but we don't see that happening
3: no I think he's done a fabulous job generally speaking and he's kind of played it right down the middle he really has
2: but here's more importantly if interest rates stay low lower for longer that means there's a number of beneficiaries for example securities assets like securities equities for example Interest rates are very valuable to that pricing model.
3: Yeah, I mean, the Federal Reserve has really done the heavy lifting. They did it in 08 and 09, and I think they learned from 08 and 09 that you need to be very aggressive. I mean, who would have thought we would already have recouped half the jobs lost in March and April at this point in time? And
2: so, one of the things I want to look at is here's uh, Ask Annex that I'm I'm just uh, asking Derek is, you know, we talk about earnings growth and companies that are producing really good earnings, and that's what people should look at when they're putting their portfolio together together if they are doing it by themselves. Obviously, we do this on a daily basis, but we look at earnings reports. And if companies are reporting better growth of earnings and better growth of revenues, that is good for their stocks.
3: There's an old saying that money follows earnings. You, know, you don't time the market and you don't reward the impatient. You remain patient. You focus on good, strong fundamentals, strong free cash flow generation and the like. We'll be back. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Dave
2: Spano from Annex Wealth Management. In the Wall Street Journal's list of questions to ask your financial advisor, the first one is, are you a fiduciary and are you willing to put that in writing? We will. Our team of investment, tax, and estate planners will clean up your overlapping, inefficient portfolio and make sure your plan is clear and coordinated as your fee-only partner. Go to AnnexWealth.com, hit the Get Started button, start the process. I'm Dave Spano, and I hope we see you soon. Cut through the
1: clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things
0: that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary, and we put that in writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're back.
1: Website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Another thing you'll see there is all four of our webinars, what the U.S. election means for investors. A particular note, would be the one from last Tuesday night, which is post-election. It's really good and it's available for viewing at AnnexWealth.com. I'm Danny Clayton. Dirk Felsky, our Chief Investment Officer, is here. And Dave Spano, President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management.
2: Yeah, thank you, Danny. You know, we were talking about all the great things and the possibilities as we go forward. And these are all bullish ideas. But unfortunately, Unfortunately, I had to put together a list of what's on the other side to make sure that we're not whistling past the graveyard, as they say. And one of those, of course, is that the U.S. economic momentum has been slowing and we're paying attention to that
3: we are in the most recent jobs numbers we saw that at the low end of the income scale job losses are a little bit higher than they had been so while jobless claims have been diminishing that's partly because any number of people have exhausted their unemployment benefits and are moving to a more permanent form of uh, unemployment assistance as a result of the pandemic so the numbers are kind of suggesting fiscal stimulus is necessary the other thing is the idea of a vaccine one of the bright Third party researchers that we work with suggested that that actually increases the chances of lockdowns and perhaps a short term blip in the U.S. economic recovery, because if people believe there really is an end to this, they might be more willing to accept four to six weeks uh, shut down at home like we saw last spring.
2: Right, And that would be very difficult for the economic area to accept that. However, if there is not a stimulus to replace the income like we saw uh, earlier in the year, that would be a problem as well. And right now, we're not seeing that there will be a stimulus. There was talk about it could wait until after Biden takes office, and that is a possibility as well. And those people who are needing that, that's still two months away
3: that's absolutely true and the other area that we don't often talk about is commercial real estate i mean any number of companies are sitting there trying to reconcile why they have as much office space as they do when they found that work at home in many cases is very successful them. i saw that google doesn't intend to have their employees back in the office until mid 2021 that's nine months away so there's a lot of uh, volatility that i would expect in the coming months around a vaccine and its ability to be distributed, and its efficacy.
2: Well, and what if there's a problem? What if there's a failure in it? What if someone gets sick because of it and causes another issue? So it's not totally clear skies at the moment. And here's the other thing that I was thinking about. What about geopolitical risk that we really haven't talked about? I mean, we haven't brought it up at all. But let's just talk about the EU. Brexit still is hanging out there for one. Or what about Iran or all these other issues that are out there? Ch- Russia, China,
3: they all still exist. They do, and but they in various ways are combating the the virus as well, although China is probably one of the more successful stories. It really has had a V-shaped recovery. Now, you could cynically say they knew a little bit more about the virus sooner than the rest of us, but either way, that stock market has done very well. Some of the big Chinese tech stocks had done well until just recently, when you found out the chairman actually postponed one of the largest IPOs ever assembled, Ant Financial, which is part of Alibaba. Right. And that, again, forces you to think about what you're doing with your portfolios. You want active managers who understand the risks of investing in China, who make sure these companies are legit, that they're, the vice president is the, isn't the nephew of the chairman of the board and so right. on. <laughs> That's right. see, see, China says they've got a vaccine. Yeah. Do you think anybody believe it? Well, maybe, yeah, you know, right.
2: maybe you know, but, maybe you know that. Yeah, you know, Trump. I mean, it started there, so right. you know, that's it's the Chinese virus but their economy has come back. It's coming back and you can start to see some momentum there as well. You know and I laid out all of these these negative situations because I, I want people to say it's not all chips in right now it is a barbell approach to some effect. You have to know what you own create this portfolio and asset allocation is really important. I know we spend a lot of time talking about investments only but it's part of the entire wealth management process. What does your tax planning look like as you head into the end of the year? Should you do tax loss selling? Should you do gifting? Should you do Roth conversions? That's all the wealth management stuff that we do on a daily basis, Danny.
1: If somebody doesn't do that, what's going to happen?
2: Well, you're going to pay a whole lot more in taxes. Sure. But they're in the
1: wrong place, too, with their investments, There's
2: there's no question. It was funny. We had somebody come into our Naples office, and uh, and the response from one, one of the couples was, well, it's just money. Well, it didn't sit well with the other spouse, of course. So we do this every day in our Naples office. People come in. We create this portfolio review we give it back to you and say this is where the asset allocation looks like this is the costs that you're paying right now and here's some ideas this is what a planning idea would look like and here's some tax planning ideas as well
1: uh, Dave mentions uh, the team, and when we talk about the team, that's one team at Annex Wealth Management handling investment and retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning. And by the way, we have really, Brian Fury mentioned it, but we have really bolstered that tax department, and they put together a fantastic guide called the 2020 Year-End Tax Planning mm-hmm. Guide, absolutely free download on our website. So but how do
2: you get that if you're listening to this?
1: Just head to the website, AnnexWealth.com. It's going to be right next to that Get Started button. We talk about the one plan. That's a complete plan. that's every aspect of our team. And again, the most important thing, at least we feel it, and you should too, a fee-only fiduciary.
2: Yeah, fee-only fiduciary is so important. I know that that term has been thrown around a lot, Danny, but it's easy to go and find out if somebody is a fiduciary, and will they take the oath? We've also put our oath up on our website, which says that if are you willing to act as a, as a fiduciary all of the time, not when it suits you. Do you work for a company that sells investment products? That is part of acting as a fiduciary all of the time. Number two, where are your assets held? Are they held at independent custodians like a Schwab, TD Ameritrade, or Fidelity, or are they held at a brokerage firm of the name of the company that's representing you? This is all part of the conversation. Come to our Naples office, and we'll give all of those deliverables to you.
1: We sure will. Derek Felsky, our Chief Investment Officer, thanks for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Dave Spano, President CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Thank you. Thank you. In the meantime, folks, our website, AnnexWealth.com. A couple of great things waiting there for you. The 2020 year-end tax planning guide and also that Get Started button. Click that. Get going on that free portfolio analysis from a fee-only fiduciary. We will see you in a week. Thank you for listening. Let us know what we can do. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News.